Welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Oh my God, we are super excited today. Um, very excited. It's great to see everybody back. We're all off the road. You weren't on the road, but... By the way, I will tell you this. Uh, last week, we had a great guest in the studio, Ray Parker Jr. Yep. Uh, and uh, this week, we're joined by another in-studio guest. Very excited. Yes, this young lady. Uh, I, I, I initially met her. She was a guest star on Sullivan and Son. And now she's one of the stars of Ash vs. Evil Dead. We cannot thank you enough, Dana, for coming in for today. How about it for Dana DeLorenzo? Yeah. Everybody? Yay, Dana! Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having me. She yeah. told us before the show started she didn't want to be associated with that role on Sullivan and Son. Said that's the one thing she's trying to scrap from her IMDb you're, page. You're a terrible liar. <laughs> that's true. You're a terrible true. liar. True. True. You don't get a donut. <laughs> <laughs> she loved the show. No, I did. I did. Marcy Mintz. Yes. That, oh my God, that's right. The yeah. fifth Musketeer. The J date. Yeah, the J date. Yeah, that was the name of the episode. That was such a great show. It was fun. I loved it was that fun show. to do. But we had three seasons, and your show currently is in its third season. And the difference between your show and our show is that you guys are critically acclaimed. Are we? Like, literally killing it. Like, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think the first yeah. season was in its 90s. The second season got 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, the third season I haven't checked on, but uh, but I'm sure it's, yeah. I mean, you got a, an amazing core there. It was crazy, but yet, um, at the same time, like, we haven't been renewed uh, for, for season four yet, which usually... We are at this point because we uh, the first two seasons aired right around Halloween, right? And then they pushed it to start like it. We just started season three in February in hopes that we wouldn't be competing with like football or other stuff. The problem is nobody's um, buying stars, so like we're like one of the biggest, uh, most illegally downloaded shows in the world, and we have like, <laughs> like you said, I think at one point the only other. Sorry, am I, I'm, I talk. I like to talk extremely loud. The no, closer I get it's to great. a mic, it's, it's, it's like I do a soundtrack, and I'm like one, two, three. Hello, I'm Dana DiLorenzo. And then it's like, and guys, at action, and we're live. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just keep it back. No. I'll keep it back. You here. said it um, earlier. You're Italian. It's I, I, I'm yet. sorry in advance to the levels and to all of you listening at home. <laughs> um, but so, so yeah, so it's crazy because like yeah, it was it was I think it was Masters of None and Ash vs Evil Dead that had the highest ratings on Rotten Tomatoes yet. People aren't watching on like the the network, so they're they're we're we might be the th the third season curse. But like no no like, no 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 know, no. I think knows? that the, I've always heard this that if the third season's good or great enough or good enough whatever, and you guys are doing great, obviously, that um, that's when the network is a little a little more cautious in the rollout because they know that's when everybody starts getting paid. Yes, because the well, third the first three seasons is like is like proving your metal, and then the network's like, all right, now we gotta really invest, and then you guys are gonna be in it for the long haul. Right, and I think at this point, we've really hit our stride. Like, you know, going from a franchise that, that was, you know, 30 years in the making, mm -hmm. that was film, and then spanning that into having the same man, Bruce Campbell, um, continue that role, right. uh, but then transition to television in like a fast-paced, like twenty-five-minute show. Yeah. Um, it's. It, it, I feel like now we finally have found, as you do on a show, we find everyone has sort of found their footing from from you know the writers to the characters to all that sort of stuff. But it never so. lost like the transition from the film. It 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 really was. It kept its integrity. I agree. If, you know, it, it didn't lose any semblance of like trying to be something different or reinvent itself for a different medium. I mean, what was it like? Because I'm sure you've seen the film prior yeah. to. I mean, are you to be in that world and a to work with Bruce Campbell? <sighs> I mean, he is absolutely hilarious. What is that like every day getting to go to set and 
What's it like working with Bruce? Well, uh, I'll answer the Bruce one first. Um, that man, I cannot say enough about that guy. Uh, people ask me that all the time. Uh, yeah. When I go to these conventions and um, get yeah. to meet fans, which is my favorite thing to do, um, I, uh, I'm the one freaking them out. Like, they're the ones walking <laughs> away creeped out because I'm, so, I'm like, you know, I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. I yeah. finally, uh, you know, got to quit working at a bar and I'm, I get to do a show that I that I get to do all the things, you know, action, drama, blood, guts, comedy. And so I'm the one, whenever anyone wants to come at me, I'm like grabbing them and leaving over <laughs> the table. Don't go away. And yeah, yeah, and they walk away slowly. They're like, hey, nice to meet you. What are we doing you. for lunch? Can you give me a lift home? <laughs> yeah, but... It's a bird in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but they all, um, I always get asked, obviously, um, what's it like to work with Bruce Campbell? And, uh, I, I the the way I can describe it is it's exactly as you hope it would be only even better. Just a great dude. He's he really is and like he puts on this persona especially when he does you know Q and A's he puts on the Ash persona. Yeah. And and he if he hears this he'll probably be mad at me for telling people but like <laughs> he's actually such a lovely, brilliant human being. It takes someone very smart to play someone as somewhat stupid and ignorant yeah. as Ash yeah. Williams. Um, as you all know, you're comedians. Um, and uh. I just, he's like one of those guys that, that somehow, sorry, that somehow um, retains <laughs> Italian hitting the mic. That was me hitting the mic in case that made noise. Um, he's one of those guys that, that knows everything about everything and right. is continually regaling us with every anecdote he has from his life, which he's worked with some incredible people and has some incredible stories, obviously. But then he's a big, um, a big reader. He's a big biography reader. Mm -hmm. So he is just, I get like my old Hollywood history lesson, like Cary Grant and yeah. all that kind of stuff from him. Um, and I'll tell you, the best, the best time I have on set with him um, uh, is when we get to just volley. Like, we don't have much time. We shoot very quick. Like, you're lucky if you get two takes. Right. Um, and he's such a professional. I've never seen anybody nail it in one take. He nails it in one take. And he's like the king of one-liners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's really his thing. He, his timing <laughs> is impeccable. And he plays, this role is so just, he is so in the grains of the wood um, of this of this role. And, uh, but then there are a few times, you know, when, when it, if it ends on like a button, mm -hmm. that, and we'll just, I always try and like make him laugh. Yeah. So then it turns into topper, which obviously I'm going to lose. Yeah. Um, but I did get a, I did get a, a laugh or two out of him once. He's like, and, and they yelled cut and he was like, that was funny. <laughs> That's it. No laughing, right. just that was funny. That was no funny. Yeah, he like he liked it. No. Um, no, I, we have, we have such a great time. And I, and he's like such a generous guy. Like every, every season he, you know, we shoot in New Zealand because when you think Detroit, which is where the show takes place, you yeah. obviously think right, New right, right. I win the right there. I, I mean, I'm from, like I said, I'm from Youngstown. It's very similar to Detroit. Um, I think they rival the murder per capita every year. Um, but but uh, we, we shoot at New Zealand. Rob Tappert, um, who's one of the executive producers, mm -hmm. the, uh, the OG crew with uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce, um, is married to Lucy Lawless. And uh, uh, Lucy Lawless also on the show, which yeah. I can go. Well, don't I can go on for another twenty minutes about her as well. Um, Lucy Flawless, as I call her, because she <laughs> is. Um, but like Bruce will, you know, like rent a boat for the day and bring the cast and crew and and the stunt doubles and oh, wow. like take everyone out. To, he's just a very generous man. And I and yeah. I've I've met quite a few people and and uh, uh, that are at that level and. You can't always say that about uh, a lot of them, and, and I have to I have to hand it to him. <laughs> See what, what I did? Because like... he has one hand. Get it? Okay, guys. It's always really funny when you explain no, a no, joke. It's good. It's good. What was it like to go? Because I remember, I, I think I was in New York City, and 
you know, when you when over the course of the three seasons we were on the air, there's there's a few people you remember. I mean, and you were one of them because we oh, had we had a lot of downtime. Fun. We're sitting at the at the we table. We never got a fucking boat. <laughs> never. Okay. But we were we would we we actually had a lot of downtime. We were had, talking about Chicago because you yeah. lived in Chicago, and I was like, what a cool chick. And so we texted a few a few times, and then like a year or two later, all of a sudden I'm in New York City and I see a bus ad, and I'm like. Is that Dana? That what? looks that uh, on and, and that's Bruce Campbell. Are you kidding me? And I just thought that was so cool, and I was so happy for you. But you know, you said you were bartending. What's it like to to go in an audition and then and then get the word that you're not just on a show because it's one thing to audition and it's like, oh cool, I got the gig. You knew you were. I'm sure you were on a gig that's like, oh my god, there's so many fanboys thirsting for this revival. What was it like to get? The word that not only you got it, but that this that you're part of something that's you know pop culture, uh, the T-shirts, yeah. everything. I mean, you're part you of something for, big. What did you do for the audition? What did you have to do? Okay, let me. Uh, I'll go in that order. I'll do for the audition because it's it's a great story. I'll make it quick. Guys, brevity is not my strong suit, so right. feel free to edit. <laughs> no, we're, um, you guys can go refill your uh, your coffee or drink if you're listening. Um, this will be ten minutes. Uh, so I'll do the audition, and then the and then what happened when I got the call, and then what it was like knowing that that. Very detailed. Okay. Thank you. Yes. yes. I just want to keep track. Um, uh, what for the audition? So you you know you you've been in this town. Everybody knows um, that. Anybody who's in the business knows. You. I have had twelve callbacks mm-hmm. for a commercial where I had to look at a piece of paper and then give a look to the camera. That's it. Like not even any words. Yeah. I've had twelve callbacks and then never even got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this was one of those crazy um, rare circumstances where it happened very quickly. Right. Um, I had the audition. Um, I was working at the bar, uh, which was Beer Belly here in K-Town, actually. Um, yeah. uh, shout out, because they kept me afloat for five years, and every time I had to like leave to go shoot a show for four days, they were really kind to me. So thank you, Beer <laughs> Belly. Um, but I was closing the bar that night at two until 2 a.m. I live here in the Valley, and I had to be in Santa Monica at 10 a.m. For anybody who doesn't know oh, that man. L.A. has terrible That's traffic. Brutal. Now, mind you, though, it was like 15 pages. So oh, I, I truly was like, there's no way I even have time to learn this. I, me- I recorded my lines uh, when I got home. I, li- I, I am like an over-preparer, so this was very rare But I that I would do this, but I had no choice. Yeah. And I honestly thought there was no way in hell I was going to get this job ever. I mean, it was Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. I knew, of course, the magnitude of it. And I think I read an article that Bruce Campbell wanted like Jennifer Lawrence and, and F, or something or a Jennifer Lawrence type. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to go with a name. I'm never going to get this. Oh, and by the way, I can't scream. I scream like a 75 year old man. Um, so I'm like, what? I, there's no way I'm going to get it. So I'm listening uh, and, on, in traffic to the lines, learn them on the way. Um, I get there. I do the audition. I don't know. I, it was. I, I was. I did a pratfall. Uh, I had to get hit in the head with a frying pan in this audition scene, and I did a pratfall, and then moved on. Like that was it. That was the day. Great. A week later, I'm in Ohio actually um, with my parents, and I get the call. You got a call back for that for Evil Dead. I was like, No, I okay. And I had to fly back immediately. It was kind of one of those crazy things. Again, lack of sleep, bags under the eyes, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, Definitely not going to get it now. Um, and uh, <laughs> the next call I got the week later, um, it, it was my team, and they said, um, so you're screen testing with Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Wow. 
And oh, by the way, it shoots in New Zealand. And I was like, wait, what? What is? Uh, what? So many things. Okay, right. Yeah. So at that point, though, I was just you learn. I have had a very hard, as as many people do, but mine was just some real serious knocks in in the past ten years, like real highs then real lows. And so I never uh, really believe I have the job because I've mm -hmm. had the job before. I've had right. jobs before, shot it, and then oh, bye, you're done um, for whatever reason. So I, when they said this, I'm like, you know what? How lucky am I? I get to go meet Bruce Campbell and and Sam Raimi. Like yeah. that's the win for me. And I went in and because of that, I was fearless mm -hmm. and like took this crazy ballsy risk where uh, I, we, there was this dramatic scene and Sam was operating the camcorder. By the way, mm -hmm. it was like the craziest thing. Um, he is the most and least intimidating person in the room. Um, <laughs> I, I can get into that later. But anyway, um, so I suddenly. He was trying, he turned around and said, oh, we're going to edit the tape. I want the first part of the first take and the second part of the second take. And I interrupt him as I, yeah, yeah, shake your head. Exactly. Oh it's a bad habit. My mother yells at me all the time. <laughs> and I interrupt Sam Raimi, who I've known all of five minutes. Yeah. And I say, well, why don't I just do it again? And he turns around in his three piece suit very slowly in this room full of like nine, you know, producers. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? And I said, well, if, if, what did you, what do you want? What did I not give you? And that's so you don't have to edit it. What, just tell me what you want and I'll do it again. And he tells me and I go, okay, so I'll do it again like that. I don't know where that gumption came from. That's not who I actually am in life. And he turns around at the producers, like gives a look and you just feel, feel the energy shift in the room and uh, like, like bad. And he looks and he said, all right, uh, I guess we're doing another take. And so we do it. <laughs> And I did it, and he, I got done, and he said, uh, Dana, that was perfect. Uh, you have very good instincts. I'm glad you asked for another take. And oh, that's what wow. got me the job. Wow. So take a risk. Really? Wow. Nice. Yes, I found out later from, from the casting director, Lauren Gray. She's like, that? You del She's like, you put yourself on the chopping block. Could have gone a very different yeah. way. Yeah. Actually, but the fact that you delivered and you uh, did, you, you know, you took the direction. On the fly. Yeah, on the fly. Yeah. And so uh, it, it paid off to take that risk. But then... Yeah, so it just happened so quickly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then that led to, uh, so when I got the call, I wept. I actually oh, sure. collapsed yeah. on the floor and wept. Mm -hmm. um, How soon after you leaving the audition did you get the call? Uh, I got the... Well, I got the I got a call from my manager later that day, and I had, by the way, just been like I was so exhausted from all of it. I just had was like taking a nap, sleeping. My manager kept calling, and he just said, um, "They loved you. Like we're feeling really good about it. Um, you may have a network test because that's what you have to do the student, the chemistry test, the student test." They bought Sam. They hired like that. They sent they sent Bruce home after that apparently, and I didn't even wow. have to network test. That's what I'm saying. It was one of those things that was like that. I feel like I can't remember what actor said this, but um, it's on a documentary. Uh, that I'm now I'm failing at everything. Look it up; it's on Netflix. But he said the parts you're meant to get, you're not able to escape. And yeah. I feel like this was one of those cases. So I I collapsed when I got the call. Like uh, whatever, officially two days later, mm -hmm. uh, I I just I didn't believe it too. I never up until like even I was getting on the plane to New yeah. Zealand with like seven pieces of luggage to go move there for five months. Um, I still didn't think it was real. Or I, I still every day I was like, oh my god, am I fired? Am I fired? Am I fired? <laughs> you know. Um, and also, I, to answer your final question, have I been talking for two hours? Feels like it. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. No. I hope uh, I hope I'm not boring. No, you. See, good. I need to learn from Bruce Campbell how to be a better uh, regaling. At, uh, but at Dan, people. you're right. That's the nature of the business. You you always you never think it's real. You're always like, oh, this isn't happening. I'm, I know I'm in New Zealand, but and I know I'm working on this set, but it still doesn't feel 
like I'm part of the crew. It doesn't yeah. feel like that. Well, and it's 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 not that I didn't feel like it was part of the crew. For, our crew was amazing, and Bruce like took took me under his chainsaw wing, as I like to say. <laughs> but in that sense, yes, it it you you're always very I am at least always very aware um, that it can go away any second. Um, and and I think that that's why when they say it's the journey, like when you have to really earn your stripes and when you have some serious war wounds from the business like and and some serious heartbreaks um and like i said only because i book i've been in that situation before and then then it just all falls apart or whatever so and it, it, why that's good though for me is that i i there's not a day that goes by that i don't pinch myself that i ever i never take it for granted um if this is the last thing i ever do in my life i'm i'm i will be satisfied because i i got to do it um but then to answer your question steve about yeah. uh what um oh about the the terrify the about <laughs> what, what it was like going in guys i've had some coffee um <laughs> but uh it was uh it i was i was terrified mm -hmm. because I knew uh, how huge and and uh, this fan base was and what a cult following mm -hmm. um, and I mean I was a I was a fan of it for sure I mean army of darkness I, I was yeah. the first one I saw so and and that's the most comedic one so that will always have my heart but um I mean think about it though like it's here's this franchise that ha that is beloved um, with with major names um, and and it's about one guy. It yeah. is about one dude, yeah. Bruce Campbell, who is such his own entity. And now we're asking the fans, hey, he's going to have not one, but two sidekicks. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not the typical horror-looking girl. I'm not the beautiful blonde who can blood-curdling scream. You know, the one running naked through the woods. Um, I, so the, the, the fact that they, that they took that chance... Um, I was really scared that it could go very differently, but luckily, yeah. uh, shout out to Craig DiGregorio, our showrunner for that season, and Sam and Bruce and Rob, and all the writers for for knowing uh, that the, what what those two characters that were going to support Ash, what they needed to bring to the table mm -hmm. in order to let him still be him and in, in all of his glory. You know, it's a great balance, the three of them. It, it's so funny. Uh, do you work well with like? Yeah, we all get along. I mean, we. Uh, how can you not? You're being yeah. blood cannons in the face. It sort of bonds you. <laughs> you don't. You don't know uh, what what hell that that can be like the first time when it's like a jet fuel. Go. I mean, they do not hold back on like. Oh no, yeah. They're gonna make this as pleasant possible. No, you know who was yeah. the most pleasant? It was Sam. Sam Raimi when he yeah. when he christened us as I like to say with the blood splatter. Ray and I got our first blood splatter by him. And with me, he just dipped like a, a full-on like painter's paintbrush, like yeah. the like the house paint one, the big square one, and like dipped it into a bucket of blood, and then just was like, I don't know, the power of Christ compels you, or whatever. <laughs> when you're on From camera, you are in blood more than you're not in blood. That is true. Like, yeah, uh, that is true. And um, you know, but that's the benefit of being the newbies, I guess. Is like, I thought I I had I thought I had made like the the Evil Dead. Uh, franchise Hall of Fame for yeah. the amount of blood because in one in the opening uh, uh, in the in the first episode of season two um, in the bar scene um, uh, there the entire set whenever it's a really bloody day the entire set is covered in plastic like the cameraman oh, is yeah. in a tent of plastic like I want to poke holes and give him twigs like he's a lightning bug I'm like are you yeah. alive and they're like covered <laughs> and uh, I see all these massive vats of like there had to be 50 vats of blood and I and I go up to Anna who was uh works in the art department I was like well I knew there's gonna be a lot of blood cannons today I mean I'm ripping off a of barman's arms that but that seems like an obscene amount of blood <laughs> and she's and I go that I can't believe that we're gonna get through that today and she said oh this isn't for today this is for you 
And I said, no, not. She's like, this is for you, for the scene. And I said, you wouldn't happen to have a guess at how, how much that is. She's like, I know exactly how much, actually, because I had to make it all. And I was oh, like, God. how much? She's like, 85 liters, which, because it's New Zealand, yeah. which I, Google, Google. It was like 26 gallons of blood. That oh ended up God. being more than that. It was like 30. So I go to Rep Tapper and I said, hey, I had 20, or I had, th- like, oh, like about 30 gallons of blood on me today. So does that mean I'm in like the Evil Dead Hall of Fame? And he just goes, no. And I, see, I said, well, who are the top three? He's like, Bruce Campbell has all of them. He's number one at 400 gallons in Jesus. Evil Dead 2. 400, 400 gallons. gallons. Okay. And what, what was Carrie, I wonder? Carrie from that movie in the South. There's that. Probably, that you seen, even, I don't not think, even close? I mean, have you seen Evil Dead 2 where it like pours in from the walls? I don't yeah. know. He's probably got I don't know. I, I, yeah. Well, because I of the know. blood then, is it, do you, do you get one shot then? You get well because for the initial, yeah. For well, and we, we don't really care about continuity yeah. on the show. You like one minute, like you know, Bruce will be covered in blood. He opens the door, he's suddenly clean. Yeah, that's not you know we don't take our, ourselves so seriously on this show. Yeah. that doesn't mean that we don't that the crew doesn't put attention to detail. There is the set and all of the everything has so much detail. But when it comes to blood and continuity, you yeah. just can't. We move. We have we do an episode in five days. And then we do a lot wow. in those five days. So yeah. um, in terms of uh, the, the, yes, the, the very first um, reaction, mm-hmm. uh, you usually, can, you, especially when you're a girl like me and you have long hair and makeup and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you get it in one take. But then um, the greatest part is that they're like, we need to keep doing it over and over and over. Or like yeah. the rig will always end up not being enough. Like they're, mm-hmm. you know, it, it'll say, it'll, they'll say that, that we got it, but it wasn't enough blood. So then they'll just keep covering you and covering you. And, oh my gosh. And it's, no, but it's, it's so, it actually, like you, you, you start to like love it. Everybody cheers and, yeah. you know, and uh, this season I, we got, we have two new uh, fresh, fresh meat actors. Um, so they got, they got the brunt of it. Poor Ariel Carver <laughs> O'Neill. Uh, who plays Ash's daughter, Brandy? She had, I think, eight blood cannons on her this oh, year. I God. mean, that was a that obscene amount. Blood cannon, just blood a cool. Can- what is it like? It is, it is cool though, phrase. actually. But if cannon. you remember, in Sullivan and Son, there wasn't any continuity with the comedy. I was going to ask. Hey, you. Okay. Hey, so no, no, no. You don't get a question. Seat. You don't get a question. Wait a minute. What is it like? He doesn't get a question or a donut. No, no, no. Wait a minute. No, he's had plenty of those. So the that was my nickname in college: beer belly. Name after your bar. That's <laughs> what my wife calls Well, you should go and get a free beer. So Fangoria Magazine, you won a Best Actress Award. Is that correct? I don't think I won. I think I tied. Oh, you were nominated? Yeah. Yeah, I tied with Jamie Lee Curtis, which, okay. Oh, wow. um, How crazy is I'll that? Take that. She got actually, her launch in horror, too, yeah. with uh, Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wait, actually, I think we tied for runner-up. Who was Who was who was it? I now I'm gonna. I, that was like a year or two. ago. I don't remember, yeah. but yeah. So I tied with Jamie Lee Curtis for one of them, and I mean, but like the fact that this is my first foray into horror, and I, yeah, like again, that that make I, I was happy to like you know win the the craft store award that you go and buy when you get in like you know when you run the little <laughs> gym marathons when you're in elementary school. Did yeah. anyone else get those ribbons? I'd have been happy with like just one of those little ribbons yeah. that I, I buy that. myself. Question: What was the what was the moment or the gig? that you finally felt like you had made it as an actor? Like where, where you're like, you know, your parents were proud, like you you felt like was, I mean, because you, your resume is very stacked. I mean, is it? Of, yeah. I mean, like, I mean let's be a, honest. I think guest starring roles. No. Two broke girls. No. Will and Grace. That was Come a coast. Okay. But you're Will and Grace. Will and, well, I will say, Will and, the Will and Grace just happened recently and all, I mean, all my gig. comedy dreams came true. Because sure. I, I mean, I grew up with that. They're yeah. especially like, 
I think Karen Walker, you know, Megan Mullally's Karen Walker was like my one of my first impressions that I was trying to work on. But truly, like they are, uh, it was a masterclass in comedy. Talk about moving fast. Yeah. Oh my God. I've never in my life seen anything go like, that quickly and constantly changing and Max Muchnik is like yelling during like we're yelling in a way of like okay now we're gonna change this now we're gonna it was a, it was it was a highlight of uh, a, one of the highlights of my life um to answer your question I don't I don't know if I I would I don't know if I ever felt like I I, I really made it um you know but I would say um because honestly I, my my resume is very deceiving because if you actually look it's like <laughs> Californication series finale. Well, that's a big deal. Right. Girl number three. And like two yeah. more girls. Girl number two. So those were all like, you know, I, less than eight seconds. I think the biggest part I actually had up until uh, the show, I think, might have been with you, Steve. And that was like, I was so excited wow. to have like more oh, than awesome. two lines. Um, but I, I guess <laughs> I would say... Uh, the fact now that we're shooting three seasons, I mean, I have to, I have to say, it would be evil that it's um, this. Yeah. And and again, not that I've made it, but that like, okay, uh, for a while at least, I I can support myself doing what I love to do and 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 not be uh, running back and forth between the bar. Although I I do miss it. You kind of miss. I kind of miss that a little bit. Isn't that strange? The the journey. The the yeah. Work. Or I just miss like the the chase of. The grind. The grind. I miss. Yeah, because man, I've been doing it for so long. No. It's like that's so. It's. It. I'm gonna. I go a no. little crazy when there's nothing going on. Like right now, we're normally in New Zealand shooting mm -hmm. the next season, and I've been having like strange panic attacks of like, <gasps> where am I supposed to be? You know. What, um, what do you do in that off time? Do you continue to I, take acting classes or do you not? Yeah. Oh no, I try. You know, actually, we've been really busy with like press and conventions okay. and um and stuff like that. So I I I have been desperate to um I because I never studied acting. Um, I, I, I learned by doing and by, um, it, you know, always have done it since I was little. But then um, uh, there was one there was one class I took from the great uh, Risa Brayman Garcia, who's casting director, of the, you know, Oliver Stone stuff and, and Masters of Sex, all that stuff. Um, and so that was a thrill to, like, have some guidance with that. Yes. So I, I do try. But right, it's just been so insane. Um, but uh, where, can I ask, were you always a, were you ever were you, growing up? Were you a horror fan of horror films or did you not necessarily gravitate towards that? You Funny, might... you should ask. I peaked at like 14 and I was like the coolest horror chick. And then oh. it, it, then it went then it, it stopped immediately. And I think it was after I saw I don't know what happened, but I think it's after I saw Blair Witch Project in okay. the theater. And that was when I thought, if you remember real. at the time. Yeah. yeah, right. And I, it was the strangest thing I, because I, I was such a horror kid. I mean, I'm going to age myself, but uh, R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. I've never, like, I'd never at that point, I think I was 10, read a book in a day. I read that book in a day. Um, <laughs> one of, I mean, one of the books. I read the whole series. But um, Are You Afraid of the Dark was on Nickelodeon. Never missed that. I saw The Exorcist. Of course, I saw that first because I'm uh, Italian Catholic. Of course, my parents watched that with me first. No. Um, um, and I think I saw The Exorcist, The Shining, and what was the third one? One of, uh, uh, I didn't mind to draw a blank. Um, but um, what? The Omen? Oh, is nice. it the, maybe it was The Omen. Which are The Shining. Is that like all three of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But definitely those, and I, I was able, like, you know, your 12-year-old girl, we, I was with my, like, basketball team, we would, like, have sleepovers and watch scary movies, but, like, those, I mean, those are some serious scary movies. I mean, come on, yeah. The Shining. And something happened when I turned 14 and watched uh, The Blair Witch Project. Okay. I couldn't go back. Isn't that no. so bizarre? Yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, that was the first found footage though. Where I, I remember, I was I saw it in New York City, and they had 
they had made it because they didn't have a press release yet. Right. So they, they had the actual cameras and everything that was found. So you're, you're like looking at evidence as you're walking in. You're like, oh, my God, this is real. And you're walking in. And I think it was a, after the first week, they were like, all right, it, it's, it's a fake. You know, and right. I was like, oh, fuck. I was, yeah. I was freaked out, though, too. Yeah. Right. Well, because at the time, we didn't have, you know, camera phones where yeah. people were just caught. Now it seems like I was thinking that. I went back and watched it recently, and it was like, this is kind of just how life is now anyway. Everyone, just go to YouTube. <laughs> you can see 50 yeah. Blair Witch Projects. But at the time, that was revolutionary to shoot in that style and – um, but but any I mean to the point where I, I'm embarrassed by my older self by uh, the fact that uh, I think the only evil the only movie I hadn't seen in the franchise of, of Evil Dead was the first one actually mm -hmm. um, and so before the screen test I was like oh I'm gonna rent this and because I again I had seen Army of Darkness first so that sort of set the bar yeah and then I saw Bubba Hotep in college and I was like oh my god that Bruce Campbell guy <laughs> and then I saw Evil Dead too so I saw them out of order. I was, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit, but I'll admit it, that, that when I'm watching this, you know, rented at home, here I am, I'm, 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 preparing for my, you know, Sam Raimi screen test uh, with Bruce Campbell. And I swear to God, I could, after the tree scene, I couldn't watch it by myself. Yeah. Like, like who, like I was 12 and didn't have to sleep with a nightlight on. I slept with like my soundscapes on and my nightlight and my little security blanket yeah. from when I was four. Like how embarrassing to my 12 year old self. <laughs> so your, your fan base must be, it ranges all ages, all like yeah. young, yeah. young boys, but not just like bad, like, oh, look at how sexy. I mean, like, this is a funny character. Oh, this is funny. a funny horror. Like, <laughs> Sorry, what happened? What, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying, I that kind of I'm saying fan of her character, not just I like, young not just an older, yeah, not just an <laughs> no, older. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary wasn't paying attention until he heard a 12 year old sleepover with the basketball <laughs> team. That's what he per what, What's been your greatest fan experience? Because Patrick, yeah. I mean, it, it, this is one of those shows that has just such an immense following. What's been your, one of the greatest fan experiences that just jumps to your head oh man that's because i told you like this 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 is where this is meeting this is not you guys can see it's not bullshit i'm being very sincere yeah um again i don't know if it's because of the what it took to get here or, or I, I don't know my parents have always kept me very granted grounded you know and and so i don't i don't know but meeting fans like get it, it's such a symbiotic relationship like mm -hmm. it do you, I mean, when you guys, uh, when you meet fans, don't you find, like, when someone Show just... <laughs> <laughs> Explain to Steve what fans are. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, but, but don't you ask know me, what but I'm you mean fan. But I, okay, I guess what right, I'm just yeah. trying to say, like, to have somebody just appreciate your work, yeah. number one. No uh, the work is the reward. I, I mean, that for me is, is because you can't get attached to the product because especially when it's something like television. I mean, I, I get so angry when I'm like, what, they cut that? What, they use that? Why would they? But they, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't get attached to that. It's it's doing it on the day that you have to be, uh, that, then that really is the, the thrill. But then, you know, you get to meet these, these wonderful people from all walks of life. Um, and they're just so, <laughs> they're just so fucking excited and happy yeah. and like, Man, I don't know. I, I, I that passion uh, begets passion, and I'm a passionate person. No, uh, <laughs> how can you tell? Um, with there's got to be there's got to be some creepers in that line, though, huh? I mean, don't there's creepers <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, there's there. I mean, yeah, what I'm just saying. Sexy. You know what? Yeah, like, I found that I <laughs> never. Yeah, no, I, the, the, I, I, I would never call any of them that. Um, and you know, it's just like. There are people in life who are just march to the beat of their own drum and a yeah. very different drumbeat. Um, but uh, I will say the one, uh, God, 
The one, I, this just happened, so it's sticking out in my mind. Um, and it, it's just, I can't stop thinking about this fan. Um, uh, we, I was in Pensacon in, Pens in Pensacola just a couple weeks ago. And um, uh, I, I'm very active on Twitter and mm -hmm. um, like to engage with the fans as much as possible. And this you man. You live tweet all the episodes, right? Yes. Oh, I, that's I, cool. I, yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, both, both coasts. Um, <laughs> but uh, this this person named um, Val blah 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 had uh, on Twitter the icon was just like a, a V so I'm like oh, okay this and most of the, most of the fans I would say majority wise are are male yeah. but we do have now like grandmothers watching the show yeah. with their whole family which I love they're like I just love that Bruce Campbell um, I love that a show about a guy with a chainsaw arm brings families together makes me happy <laughs> but anyway so it, the majority I would say are are our guys, um, young boys. No, you're not young boys. <laughs> Actually, it's really cute. It's it's dads who grew up with it. Yeah, like yeah. It, now with their sons and and. But honestly, we've had some kick-ass horror chicks too that 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 love Kelly and love uh, Lucy Lawless's character as well. So shout out to the horror chicks and all the fans out there that love Kelly that are women. Um, but so and anyway, so this guy tweets me and says, "I've never been to a convention before." Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I, I'm going solely, solely so that I can meet you. And I, I was gonna just give him like something extra nice, like a, an extra poster I had or whatever, sign it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, and I tweeted and said, you know, when you come um, I, for your first con, I make, remind me of this and I'm gonna give you something special. Yeah. Um, and so then I'm there and well, it's, it's, it's eight hours of me nonstop doing this, by the way, hence the fact that the fans back away slowly. And so the, here comes this, sweet, like 65-year-old woman uh, who I thought was the, with the other people who had just right. walked away. Um, I mean, she is like, imagine just the quintessential sweet grandma. Um, not even a grandma, no. It was just like like your aunt, like just somebody you just want to hug and yeah. like just that kind of energy, um, which was very refreshing and, and very different. And she had like a broken foot. She was walking uh. with a cane and a boot. And, and she says, hi. I'm Val. You told me to remind you. I'm. This is my first con, and I just want to come at you. Uh. I legit knocked over my fucking table because I jumped. <laughs> it was just such a, a surprise to see somebody that was that was that was female, that was older, that was there. And I don't know if you've been to any sort of convention of any kind, whether it's Comic Con or just a work convention. But I mean, this woman was walking around with a broken foot and a boot. Meanwhile, she tells, I'm like, I thought you were a guy because it was, I'm so excited. I love you. She said um, the, the, that the symbol, she, she worked in the Navy, Navy for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, just take, just take, just take everything. <laughs> um, I, and I, and, and I, I had her sit at my table. I just fell off my chair because I'm retelling the story <laughs> with such gusto. Um, I had her sit at my table um, because, you know, it was it was insane. We had all the Walking Dead people there, a lot of, I mean, so like yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy, Pete and Pete, um, which was, I was very, I fangirled out about that, by the way. Hi, Danny and Michael. Um, but uh, so I let her sit at my table and she truly, like, it was just like so emotional and just not emotional. She was so grateful and she just, when she made me cry and she gave me like uh. a little thing, a little um, heart uh, charm and she said you know what I feel like people I'm gonna get emotional saying it so I'll say it quickly she's like I feel like people 
meet people at certain times in their life when they need it the most. And she's like, I'm not going to bore you with what I'm going through in my life right now, but I just want you to know that you uh, were one of the highlights of, of my life and meeting you and getting to and getting to talk to you. And meanwhile, I'm sobbing. Yeah. But she's like, you. I just want you to know this is going to get me through um, what I'm going through. And I think, oh, and like, awesome. it's that. It's like, yeah. at the end of the day, Yes, we're we're you know we're we're not doing Sophie's Choice or anything right. profound. We're doing a, like I said, a show about a guy with a chainsaw arm who yeah. hunts demons with white eyes and a, you know and 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 it's silly and all and and fun and over the top and stooges, but that yeah. that moment like that is why I I've always wanted innately to just be a performer since I was three years old. I didn't know what acting was. I didn't. I just like to entertain, and I know personally I like to watch shows or movies to escape from my own reality as yes. everyone does. Everybody got bills. Everybody got their own set of problems, right? Mm -hmm. So so to hear, uh, which I do often, but in this particular case, to hear that, mm -hmm. which I think is why we all, all of us here do comedy or do or or perform because well, uh, most of us do. Okay. Sorry, Gary. It would, well, except, yeah, he does it, it for the. By donuts. the way, it would have been funny if the woman like leaves Dana and goes out to the lobby and takes off the boot and throws the cane away. She's like, "This is how you get free shit, motherfuckers." <laughs> Chris Pratt. This is my first convention. Um, He's here wheeling up to the Walking yeah. Dead yeah. table in a wheelchair. I'm so. <laughs> Um, you said we, I could ask for you something. are so warped. What a <laughs> twisted uh, mind! You worst. should come write on our show. That's my yeah. grandma. That That's, came to see well, you. We can't write. We can't write a stand-up. <laughs> this is this is a Michigan guy. And yes. Maybe he'd been born a little south of the border. He'd be a little more normal. And, By the uh, way, Steve knows about fans coming up. They like, hey, even though we got free tickets, we just don't want to say the thank you. Here comes the refund joke. <laughs> Wait, what's I the refund? Yeah, he's he's going to say, can, where can we get a refund? Yeah, yeah. He's done this so many times. As we march it's like towards, you're an old married couple. It's adorable. This is true. Well, as we march <laughs> towards this finish line, Dana, I do want to ask you um, – you, ha you had said when we were communicating, you have some of your biggest episodes coming up in, in this third season. What what can fans look forward to uh, for for the remainder of season three? Uh, everything that um, has been building up with with Kelly, with my character, mm -hmm. every skill she's learned, every f you know foul word she's used, every <laughs> every pent up moment of rage to avenge her her, her the death of her family. Um, is all leading up to episode six, where for the first time in three seasons, I'm just so happy to say that she finally gets some agency and gets to forge her path and follow her own lead for a change instead of being the common sense, you know, to Ash constantly saying, you really think we should trust this? ball guy who looks like meatloaf are you really sure we want to throw a party and drink ketamine to, yeah. to tr attract evil today that's that's the plan so finally she she seizes this very small uh window of opportunity mm -hmm. to go into battle quixote style ready to just go down swinging if she needs to so that pablo and ash don't have to or anyone else uh brandy uh, and and uh dalton so that anybody else has to die and uh, how it turns out, uh, it, it, you'll have to see because it, it snowballs a chain reaction of just totally unexpected twists throughout the rest of the season to where every single episode, I feel like starting at six, uh, the last the six through 10, the, mm -hmm. the final one, every episode kind of feels like a season finale until you get to the season finale and you're like, oh, no, no. 
that is the season finale because it's going to be changed forever. So um, I'm I'm very excited to see what what's coming up, especially because I get to use a lot of unconventional weapons in, yeah. in, in in the next few episodes, and that's my favorite. That's true evil <laughs> dead. You know, the yeah, screw the guns. The, 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 they're fine for demons, yeah. but like, blood give me it. a well, like give me yeah. a like give me a bong, give me that deli slicer. You know, it's reminiscent of <laughs> it's reminiscent of the deli slicer scene. Um, and so expect the unexpected on the show. Uh, that's sure. awesome. What's the new? What, what what's your favorite scariest movie? that has come out within the last few years? Oh, Because they're not as good as they used to be. I, you know, I kind of, I kind of agree. I, yeah. I you know, because I don't like the, um, the, I don't like the jump scares. I like the, the very, the, the shining stuff, the, de like the deadites. Psycho when, yeah. when it, when it, someone who's evil, or like psycho, you know, mm -hmm. when someone who's evil, um, enjoys it and yeah. laughs, that to me is the scariest. Um, I'm trying to even think, uh, what what was the last? I don't I don't remember the last movie I've even seen in a theater. How about that? We were saying yeah. we were talking about the strangers before we jumped on. I didn't see that. Yeah, I I will tell you for me, a thing that I found scariest lately was Steve's tour schedule this summer. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, holy such a go to shit! Yeah, such a go to. Steve, you just take it. You're gonna just, just take it like shit. that. It's been shit. years, Dan. You're just <laughs> what so beat down. What, what, what percentage of Gary's He's... material is anti-Steve Burnt? Like, oh, uh, yeah, ninety percent. Okay. And then here's what will happen, Dana. In a couple of days, yeah. In a couple of days, I'll get an email from Steve without a subject line that talks about oh. how I went too far oh, and I got to rein it back. Up. And pump Shut the brakes. The it happens up. all the time. He gets very angry. Okay. You can't just browbeat. You know what I mean? He, you have. You have looks, to. Get... He looks at my schedule. He's like, I am envious of what you have. Oh, <laughs> oh you know. shut the. You have a beautiful he rental does, property. He does the warm up for Conan O'Brien. He works ten <laughs> minutes a day. Fifteen. I'm working 15. on my fifth hour right now. Yeah. And he That's does ten right. minutes for Conan. Yeah. We should have a read the gig masters. And I make on, let me bring this more up. than you. Oh my god. Oh, shut Here's up. the trick. Oh, if you want to be like a nagging wife, like it clearly that is your role in this relationship. Yes. Yeah. The trick is coming from an Italian who I know how to do guilt and nagging very well. Um, you like one out of five times you gotta say a compliment and mean it. That is true. I Steve knows I do that. Steve, no. Steve, I do, clearly. I do. Okay, you want to read this? This, do you this, wanna, this is Gary's uh, gig master's review. He did, this is he the did only a corporate gig in Vegas. Wait, am I reading this right out loud? Yeah, he did a corporate okay. gig in Vegas. So this, this is, is a, this is a review from a fan or from no, someone? No, a fan from the corporate booking. <laughs> from the corporate booking. Okay. Well, let's start. Overall, how many stars do you oh. take? <laughs> overall, it's a cloudy night. It's a cloudy um, night on that. Overall, it is one out of five stars. <laughs> is I got one though. She had to put one. Okay, uh, this is a review by Jane P. from Las Vegas. Yes. Am I reading this out loud? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was comped to hotel. Never showed up for any of the activities to meet, access his audience. Wanted reimbursed for tuxedo, which he wasn't wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Arrived immediately after scheduled to perform. His material was stale, nothing fresh. He was loud and obnoxious without being funny. <laughs> Even his Botox jokes, parentheses, it was a cosmetic surgery organization, un parentheses, were not funny. After a, about 15 minutes, the president of our foundation asked him to leave. Yeah. He was polite and Exited without incident. That was the nicest thing in the whole review. <laughs> he was polite and exited without incident. 
How listen, about it, ladies and gentlemen? Listen, Thank you, Dana. Gigmasters, Gary Cannon. Just so you know, just so you know, Steve's been reading that review for years and years and years, and that's how he abuses me with that review. I'm, I will say, about a month ago, I found that woman who wrote the review. No, you didn't. And we had her on the podcast. No, yeah. you she was in. great. She was great. She called in and read the yeah. review online for us. Yeah. She oh read my, it for us. that's she amazing. Was, she was a sport. She was great. Steve did not expect that going no. through. That's, and by yeah. the way, bravo, that's amazing. That well, was great. We are heading towards the finish line. Now, you you live tweet every episode. Where can people keep in touch with you? It's uh, I'm, like I am, but no apostrophe. Right. I am Dana DiLorenzo, D-A-N-A-D-E capital L-O-I-N-Z-O. Oh, oh, sorry. And for folks that um, don't have stars or aren't subscribing, how can they, other than the the route that Illegal. people do illegally, yeah, yeah. where can people us. actually uh, acquire it, watch it, screen it, view you it? You can watch it, screen it. Um, there's a stars app that uh, Bruce Campbell likes to say that you guys can uh, just download and use the free trial and then watch the show and then cancel it. Yep. I wouldn't rec- I'm not saying that, but it at least shows <laughs> stars what you're watching. Um, yeah. Uh, so go to, I think it's watchstars.com. It's ten, yep. I think it's eight bucks for the month. Yeah. Um, and then also if you have Amazon Prime, you can access that uh, access us through that oh, that's awesome. as well. Um, and uh, and I also love to just plug, if I may, oh, plug anything um, you want. A, a movie that had actual blood, sweat, and tears that went into it, although you don't uh, see it. It's a little departure from, you don't see it on screen. There's no blood cannons in this, but um, it's called The Mad Ones, and it's available on all uh, VOD platforms, uh, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, and I'm really, really proud of it, and um, it, we shot it a couple years ago, and uh, it's basically about three three uh, young professionals um, who are searching for meaning and work and life in a world where everything is is intangible and right. virtual, and just trying to get back to a, a real pure experience and just being present with with it when everything is you know all bullshit. And it's called the Mad Ones. It's called the Mad Ones, as in the Jack Kerouac quote from uh, co- uh, quote okay. Jack Kier- Say that wait Kerouac. Kerouac. Yeah, wait it. Jack. Kerouac quote. Yeah, I have a hard time with my W's. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, from By the way, of, of all the places you go, the conventions, you get to meet the fans, best city with the best fans. Man, this is true, though. I got to say. What do you think? I don't want to play favorites, but Chicago has always yeah. been good to me. Yeah. That's my home Where away you went from to college. home. That's yeah, I went to DePaul and then lived there for 10 years. But uh, both What a ev- homecoming that is, huh? Oh, That's great. my God. I mean, truly. Yeah. People, I mean, my first job out of college was I was marketing coordinator at House of Blues. I had a bunch of the House wow. of Blues people who were still there. Oh, that's came. Great. I mean, that truly, and it just, just to be back in that city, it's my... Congratulations. Thank That's you so so, awesome. so much. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was very special. And then the other, I'd say the runner up was Pittsburgh, which is right outside ah, from Youngstown. Nice, Bang. And, you burn. Yeah. I lived in both those cities. That's, yeah, and I'm from Pitt. That's so, right. Yeah. That's what we bonded on. Yeah. Because then I, we brought up Pittsburgh. That's yeah. what it was. That's awesome. Oh, man. You're well received in both those cities, right? You. Like, you, you, do, you do well in both those markets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 plus tickets. Yes. He does well. Be nice. Steve, I would come be your bodyguard. I upgraded. It's normally like 12, and I, I was being be, nice. I'll get you a deli slicer. Yeah. Now, we have a message from a sponsor here. <laughs> I love that transition, by the way. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> so this is our sponsor. Uh, okay. Should we get yeah, into it? Yeah, okay. In. This is a sponsor this. with, with Marsh Madness coming up. This is very appropriate. You a big and, basketball uh, fan? I am. That's Really? I am. Who are you pulling for right now? Patrick's going to Michigan State. Um, what do you think? I can't say I can't say Michigan State because I'm very Sure, stronger. sure. Your alma mater is big. I don't know if they're in the oh, tournament, but they're great. Oh, you went to Ohio State. I, no, I did not. My alma mater. No, the Blue Demons are. are they're not. I don't know. They're not in the tournament, but no. they have a good history. They of basketball do. They there. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll Steve, go with that. Steve went to Kent. 
Yeah. Dude, Ma- that's like 45 minutes from my Which is his son's name. It's yeah. a Mac school. Youngstown. I had a ton of friends from Youngstown. Did you name your son after your college? No, that's totally Fuck different. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> his daughter's named after his college, DeVry. Summa cum laude. Okay. Little baby DeVry. Let's read the... <laughs> okay, okay. That's <laughs> a true story, Dana. We read the goddamn... <laughs> DeVry, that's good. Okay, hey guys, it's time right, to talk DeVry. to you. Yeah, University no, hey. of Phoenix Online. Perfect. It's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at my bookie. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get into the action. The madness of March is here. No, not St. Patrick's Day, although that's a good time. Uh, the tournament, the NCAA basketball tournament, lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join us, join me, and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Well, you it. did it. March You signed madness. up because you, you said you were going to be... You're in a March Madness, so you did this. Yeah, I do like right? Madness. I like the yeah. sanity, too, of yeah. non, non-March Madness. I mean, a lot of the people are sick and tired of getting the runaround for trying to get the payout. But if they join my bookie today and they can use the promo code DOJO to activate, uh, that'll set the plan in motion. So that's why I urge everybody to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay fast and without any hassle. That, that would be great if Steve used that to pay us. No, that would be... <laughs> Okay. Couldn't even imagine getting paid. You're okay. wasting time betting anywhere else. Uh, they, they even have in-game live betting okay. that you can place a bet after the tip-off. Uh, join us now. Go to MyBookie, and they will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. You can even enter for a chance to win their million-dollar bracket challenge. Enter promo code DOJO to activate. Visit MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. Play. Win. Get paid. Yeah, that's right it. Now, there. does lowercase, uppercase matter in this? No, it of course not. So mybookie.ag, check it out. A great site. Play we got to thank Dana. Sold. And I'm that is an active way, website, way. unlike SteveBurnLive.com. Okay. There's actual content on this thing. <laughs> okay. That is true, Dana. That is true. You, I demand that you be nice to him. Oh, I'm going to get you. an email. Trust me. I'm going to get an email. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. It he holds the grudge. than an email, FYI. He holds the grudge. But I, I mean, will tell you this. I have broken kneecaps. I'm just saying you know, that's how I do. Like from the Jeff Galuli. I will tell you this Jeff though. Galooly. Here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Galooly. Steve's gonna text me after this podcast all over. No hard feelings, bud. Oh, Still shut love you. Up. If I get any dates later this year, I'll let you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, we got to thank Dana for coming in today. Yes. Thank you yes. so much. So, Honestly, so much. continued success. We're Thanks. so happy for you. Did you plug her uh, Twitter account or anything? Yeah, like we did. Yeah, we, we did. plugged her Twitter. So season three, Ash versus Evil Dead. Killing it. Stars. It's on stars. Sunday nights, 9, 8 central. Sunday nights, get the free trial period. Start watching the show. Follow Dana. She live tweets, I'm Dana DeLorenzo. Um, uh, Keen, where can you keep up? The At Citizen Keen. I'm dressed like a priest, so that ties in with uh, some of the exorcism we talked about. Canon? Yes. Uh, at Canon Comedy. And don't forget, mybookie.ag. Use promo code DOJO to activate the offer. Don't forget, play, win, and get paid from mybookie.ag. There you go. And I will be at Gotham Comedy Club this weekend in New York City, uh, Thursday through Saturday. Then Laughs for Lives doing a big uh, benefit in San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts. Um, go to SteveBurnLive.com for all the info and all that stuff. We'll be in Sacramento together. Yeah, that's right. Just uh, a few first weeks and next well. week. Yeah, Me first, too. First week of April. Anyway. On the Plenty of Tickets Available Tour. Okay. Here it is. One we star. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading was so pro on that. I was like, keep going.